Welcome back to the Chasing Daylight, everybody. Boys, how we doing? Doing great. Jeremy, welcome back. Yeah, welcome no back. crickets. No, no <laughs> crickets this week. Jeremy is back sitting here in studio with us. Um, you were missed. Yeah, I. it was kind of sad listening to the show. I'm like, wait. <laughs> I, I, had I, had some... a, I had a point to make yeah. right there. Yeah, that's okay. The crickets, I, I was cracking up the whole time. <laughs> it was a good one. I'm going to get a little homage out to you. Yeah. So. Um, yep, Jeremy's back this week. Uh, we're going to be talking about some news that happened. Uh, PGA Pro, or not PGA, but the Pro Tour Talk covering all the events that took place, our picks, the FedEx Cup standings, OWGR. What's coming up this week? The wildly famous, look at this Instagram segment, right? right? Wildly, yeah, wildly. Dude, I mean, it's blowing up. I'm yeah. seeing shirts all over the place. Yep. Yeah. It's going nuts. Um, wrap it up with Viva Las Vegas. But before we do that, let's do a little bit of this. Stat guy, take it away. I didn't really hear anything. I mean, I just listened to it again. Nice work. Cool. Yeah, clean show. You guys should do it. Just the both of you more. <laughs> Maybe I'm the uh, one that screws things no, up. No, no, no. Most of the time, it's me. I, I tend to just flap <laughs> away without any uh, course. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just kind of let the flap, 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 flap. So yeah. It was good. That nice work. Yeah. But well done. Well done to us on that. Um, this is the Chasing Daylight Podcast. You can find us on Instagram. Uh, we have some good content we put out there every now and then. It's not you know the craziest of feeds. We want our content to come from the show. So uh, if you haven't already, like, subscribe, follow, share, retweet, tweet, do all those things. But most importantly, leave us a review. We love the reviews. And that really lets everybody see that, hey, you know, we actually do know what we're talking about. These sometimes. guys are tight. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's hop into some news here. Um, biggest news, I think, Joe just mentioned it. I didn't even have it on the list. It's terrible. I terrible. forget about things sometimes. But... Tiger, a photo of Tiger in the wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out. Uh, and a couple of the thing, couple of the posts that I saw were hilarious. With the Nike. Oh, well, the I, Nike saw, cast. <laughs> I saw one where it's like, uh, and you think this guy's not going to win another major? <laughs> yeah. Man's best friend, crutches, building a new golf course in his backyard. Yeah. This is going to be easier than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was definitely encouraging. Yes, it was very. Uh, much yeah, I was very happy to see it. Yeah, then they had one sitting in the cart with his girlfriend driving. It's like, no, yeah. no, I've seen how you drive. <laughs> yeah, when when Charlie was playing. Yeah. So uh, good to see Tiger. Uh, Absolutely. Starting to be on the prowl again. I think I saw it and I was like, yes, yes, I mean, he's you, back. If you're gonna <laughs> take some or pick some time to have the course in your backyard redone, might as well be when you can't walk. Yeah. 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 So, um, then did get confirmation. 
Uh, LAGP Shaft did go in DJ's putter for the final round at the Heritage. Wow. Which he went nuts that day. Yeah. Um, I didn't get the exact stats. I just heard from a couple people. And and uh, interesting to see if it stays in place. Um, you know, you and I, Joe, and I have LAGP Shafts in a couple different putters. It's a it's a different feel. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm interested to see if he sticks with it. I, I don't know. They say it was a brand-new prototype putter as well from TaylorMade. That's an unreleased putter that he was playing with. I mean, just mixed it all up. I, the, I was listening to uh, um, Fully Equipped, Jonathan mm-hmm. Wall's podcast, and uh, they were saying that DJ is, you know, a golf nerd's dream. Really? He, yeah, he just... He changes all the time. Yeah. And uh, so it's... Uh, He's playing this week at Valspar. He so, is. Uh, yep. Um, on, on putter shafts, though, we did see a glimpse of the UST putter yes. pro- prototype shaft. We and saw a glimpse. I sent Lindsay a message. I'm like, okay, what is up? And she said, you're not the only one asking. Yeah. She goes, it's a prototype. More info coming soon. Yeah, so, I'm interested to see what that's all about. Yes. As you know, we're both UST Mamiya fanboys. We're trying to get Jeremy to hop on that wagon. He's not quite there yet, but working on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to, before we get into the $40 million thing, I want to talk about the, uh, <laughs> the other news that happened. It's not funny, but it cracks me up a little bit. Um, a golfer was shot at the legacy golf club. So do you confirmed all this? It was, they were playing golf or. Well, I have three different articles here okay. that were written one by the RJ, one by the sun. Uh, the son said, authorities say a man is accused of shooting another man at a Henderson golf course has taken his own life. In Las Vegas reports, Henderson police say Monday that the 50-year-old suspect was found dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. According to investigators, the suspect and the 52-year-old victim got in an argument Sunday at a golf course near Ping Drive and Ram Crossing Way. That led to reports of a shooting around 6.30. Authorities say the victim is expected to make a full recovery. The suspected shooter's body has been thrown over to Clark County Coroner for identification. No other details were released. Then the RJ has a man suspected of shooting another man Sunday following an argument at a Henderson golf course later took his own life. Henderson police say they were called to the area of Ping Drive and Ram Crossing Way near Wigwam and Green Valley Parkways around 6.30. They found a man, 52, with a gunshot wound. The victim was expected to recover. Police say the man sh- was shot after an argument at a nearby golf course. Oh, at a near- <laughs> so at a nearby golf course. Yeah, which legacy is very nearby to that. Right, but I... W- yeah, so when weird. I first heard that breaking news, mm-hmm. it said something about there the guy was shot in his front yard. Yeah, but it's when I looked where that where it happened, it was in between uh, 16, sixteen and seventeen. 17. Yeah. yeah, and so I wondered maybe he yeah, maybe so he police say the man was shot after an argument at a nearby golf course. Police did not police did not identify the course where the argument unfolded, but the shooting scene is within the perimeter of the legacy. Uh, Clark County Coroner's Office identified the man as let's go into names here. Place of death was in the front yard of the residence at nine ten, and confirmed okay. he died by suicide. So it was not on the golf course. The That's shooting did not take place in the golf course, but they believe that the argument started over at the clubhouse at the golf course. I, I don't know. I don't know if it was between the sixteenth and seventeenth hole or or what. But huh. this this is the Golf Digest article. It basically says everything else. Oh, Golf Digest wrote an article about it. Wow. wow. Well, I, I don't know if they call that writing an article. It's <laughs> a 40 blurb. Words. Yeah. Investigators say the two men were involved in a verbal dispute on the golf course on Sunday. No further details were released. 
But then in true Vegas fashion of news being reported about this city, they wrapped up the article with, the Legacy Golf Club is located just minutes <laughs> yeah, from the Las Vegas Strip. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> just a few minutes. Yeah. Just a few minutes from the Strip. What the hell is that? <laughs> Why everything, do you have to... <laughs> everything's a few minutes Every, away from yeah. the Strip. I just... Yeah. That, I mean, to book a tea time. Really. Yeah, to book a please tea visit. time. Please visit. <laughs> My God. Wow. Legacy, a 7,100-yard uh, design. And <laughs> like, what the yeah. hell? That's what struck me by that. Because I was trying to find out more details, and then I saw that. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> so I have one, one little piece of news before we get into that other thing. Mm-hmm. The Brooks Kepka dave Portnoy match. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That could be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It could be. Did you watch his uh, Dave Portnoy at, I think it was Pebble when he yeah. had Unlimited Mulligans. Did you yeah. watch that? Yeah. Yeah. I, Brooks is going to sweep. Oh, yeah. Definitely. He can play left-handed. I've yeah. Seen Brooks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. he, well, these guys are athletes, so. Yeah. I mean, Seamus Powers, when he was there at Five Iron Golf, was playing left-handed and destroying the ball. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's, I mean, it's, for those guys, it's just muscle memory, and it's just, oh, we're flipping it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Same thing. So, um, one other thing, well, you know, I'll do that. I'll do that in the Vegas segment about the, uh, barstool. Did you ever watch that yet? I did. Yeah, Rio? I did. Okay. We'll get into that in Vegas. Um, so the other thing is that this $40 million prize pool that the PGA tour has announced. Now I didn't get into do major details on it. Again, I, I heard this first on the fully equipped podcast with Jonathan wall. They were talking about it. Yeah. Did you, Jeremy, did you look any more into it? Um, not too much. I've just read a lot of the feedback and, and various golf industry folks have posted about it. And a lot yeah. of people are complaining that they feel like some of the money should go to the Corn Ferry Tour to enhance uh, purses yeah, and help with those guys out. But, you know, and then there's arguments against it saying this has nothing to do with that. So yeah. it's a popularity contest. It's, it's strange. And you get points for your social presence well here's the thing though if i i i see both sides to it because pga could spend less money in advertising and if these players start advertising for the pga they're going to save money oh yeah it all comes back to them you know it's i mean it sucks they could put the money elsewhere but what else would the players do? That's what I'm wondering because there's you, you can kind of pick out the ones that are really active on oh, social. Yeah. Like oh, I yeah. mean, Max Homa, Homa is great with his Twitter. Phil is great with Twitter. Ricky Fowler's great on Instagram, and I mean they have these huge followings already, yeah. mm-hmm. so it's just going to help them. But I, I don't know. It. Do you guys follow Bryson at all? Yeah. yeah. Do you see some of the stuff he does? It's just it's all infomercials. It's so just unoriginal like the one where he comes out of his room and just goes right over to the weight leg lifting machine it, it's just yeah it's like staged yeah it was Feels staged so i'm afraid we're gonna see more yeah. of that nonsense that's just you know yeah but I'm blowing up over here i don't know hope uh, hopefully this will get more players being interactive on social media though yeah, you and, know that and, could be a bonus yeah and but then you also have players like that just don't care about that. They don't. Yeah, right. They mm-hmm. don't care if they have a social media presence. They care about golf. Yeah. And then the flip side is like Patrick Reed. He's gonna get mentioned all the time because everybody hates him so much. Is True. that 
is does it have to be a positive? No, he's going to have to pay the PGA tour. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop posting about me. Please. Yeah, it's going to it's going to be interesting. I I don't know. They could put the money somewhere else definitely, but I mean they're all playing for the same prize money. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean it's like being an ambassador. But I mean I, I want to give them a little bit of credit for trying something different. I right. Mean, yeah. You know the I'm, this is all sponsor money. I don't think any of it's coming out of the PGA's pocket to, I don't know. I'll have to look at it and make Did sure. Did you watch Roger Steele's point about it? No, I didn't. What he had to say. Uh, he made some good points. You should, you should watch it. Oh, he always makes great points. Yeah. He, uh, he very well worded. Uh, but yeah, it was interesting. Go check it out. Okay. Plug. Plug. Roger Steele. Roger Steele. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that wraps up the news. Unless there's anything to me, anything else? Anything? I don't think so. Else. No, okay. Um, so the Pro Talk covered the events, what took place this past week. We had a PGA Tour, European Tour, LPGA Tour, and Corn Ferry all in action. Uh, Leishman and Smith won the Zurich Classic. How much yeah. of it did you watch? I watched quite a bit. Yeah, uh, I, I Thursday and Friday I watched quite a bit. I, I watched a lot Thursday and Friday. Saturday a little bit, and Sunday I watched all at least half of their round. So the half of the final groups round. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I uh, team mullet. I got caught up <laughs> in some TV programs, so I didn't catch the replay. Mm. Yeah, I watched the final round, second probably the back nine in the playoff. Well, I had um, uh, Fino and Champ, and they my took pick. a dive. Ugh. But I also had them on a, a uh, you know, a bet. Yeah, that was a bad bet. Well, I mean, it wasn't awful. <laughs> it was looking good they until. Right there. But until also, the final day, like always when Tony I is playing. Also had uh, <laughs> Peter Uline and Richie Wawrinski yeah, they were at right 85 in. to 1, and they finished second. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, well, third. Well, I'm happy that uh, Burns and Hors- Horschel played well when you said that they suck at alternate shots. No, I didn't say Quoted. that. No, Quoted no, by you. No, I think no. they're going to do terrible no, at alternate shots. That's not what I was talking <laughs> That's not what I said. Go back and listen to the tape. I was talking about somebody else that you mentioned. Because they were up, I can go back and hear that it was. Because uh, they were in the first day, they were up near the top. I'm like, oh man, and they disappeared the second day. It's like, okay, good. <laughs> Who was it? I can't remember. I can't remember. I'll have to go back and hear that. Uh, European Tour, Garrick Higgs at 25 under won the. Jeremy, you want to? Garrick Higo. No, no, no. The name of the tournament. No, the. You said Garrick Higgs. Oh, you did. Did I? You oh, did. Yeah. In my glasses. Yeah. Higgo. Sorry. He probably yeah. does really bad in alternate shot. Prove <laughs> <laughs> the name like that. <laughs> yeah. He won the Gran Canaria Lopezan yeah, Open. Yeah, pretty good. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I said Lopezan last week and I heard yeah. that. Joe I, I really, I really cringed. <laughs> did you? Okay, good. So There's got to be an I in that to make Lopezan. <laughs> Who knows? Lopasan. And I was Lopezan. watching a little bit and they did say Lopasan. Okay. Well, you should have texted me right away and said, <laughs> You idiot. <laughs> oh, they, there's a rat fart. I said Lopesian. There you and go. It was Lopasan. Uh, Brooke Henderson got her 10th professional win, which that's a lot of wins nowadays. Yeah, she's 23. Yeah, considering the dominate, <clears throat> excuse me, the domination of the Korean players on the LPGA yeah. Tour, seeing the, you know, the, Canadian golfer rack up her 10th win. That was pretty awesome. So, and yep. I don't know if you saw that chip shot she had on 18. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That was awesome. 
Yes, it was. Congratulations to her. And also, shout out to Dana Finkelstein. Uh, a solid T12. Nice. 7-under. She had a good tournament. It was awesome to see. She was on top five after first yeah, day she one. Was. She she played some really good golf. That's awesome to see. And Tyson Alexander at 25-under won the Veritex Baked Championship on the Corn Ferry Tour. How did Tony Romo do? Did he make the cut? No. That's, you didn't hear anything about him no. on social. Plus 10. Didn't nice. make the cut. Good for him. <laughs> 25. <laughs> 20, not, a, not a Romo fan? No, I, you know, whatever. <laughs> they make good ribs. <laughs> <laughs> that they do. That they do. Uh, so our picks this week, Joe uh, is the big winner for the week. He had Billy Horschel and Sam Burns. They finished tied for fourth. Got yourself 155 points. Yeah. Uh, I had Fino and Champ. They tied for 17th. Jeremy had Max Homa and Tyler Gooch. Also finished tied for 17th. We got 39 points for that. So updated standings. Joe did increase his lead. Um, I am 560 points behind him, and Jeremy is 1,263 <laughs> points. Yeah. One of these days, you're going to do something nice I will. And get caught up. Uh, the FedEx Cup standings through April 26th. DeChambeau still holds the top spot, followed by Justin Thomas. Cam Smith moves up to number three. Xander Shoffley is four, and Stewie Sink. Hanging in at number five. OWGR updated as of today. Dustin Johnson is one. JT two. John Rom three. Xander Shoffley is fourth. And Bryson DeChambeau bow, bow, rounds out the top five. So we got some golf coming up this week. Yeah. Stag guy. Yes, we do. What you got for us? Yeah, PGA Tour is at the Valspar Championship at Innisbrook Resort in Palm Harbor, just outside Tampa. Probably one of the more difficult courses in the rotation. They say it's a tour favorite. The guys yeah. love playing there. Yeah I've, yeah, I've driven around it. I went in the pro shop and checked it out in a play, but it looks spectacular. Mm-hmm. Love to play there. Copperhead course. Uh, it's a par 71, 7,300 yards, and it's a 500-point event. Paul yep. Casey's defending. It was skipped in 2020 because COVID, but he is a back-to-back champion. Going for a three-peat. Yeah. yeah. Going for the repeat. Um the Snake Pit. Yeah, it's a fun course to watch on TV. The, the It's really well laid out. The design is great. It's a lot of shot making, mm-hmm. a lot of creativity. You see guys pulling off some pretty cool shots there. I always enjoy it. It's the last floor to stop. So Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a fun tournament to watch. Um, I'm going to miss the... 5 a.m. watching golf because <laughs> yeah. they're already out on the course. But, yep, that is that. Uh, the European Tour is that. I'm going to let you do this one, too. I'm going to say Tenerife Open. Golf Costa uh, Adeje. You concur? I'll take it. It'll t- oh, yeah. well, I Tenerife, said it, no. Spain. Par 71, 6,800 yards. Uh, PGA Tour Champions is back this week after a hiatus at the Insperity Invitational. Yep. This takes place at the Woodlands. Oh, cool. My uh, wife's family lives in the Woodlands. That's where JT cool. lives. Yeah. JT from Breakfast Justin Ball. Thomas. No, no. JT that used to be on the Breakfast Oh, Ball. oh. Yeah, that JT. And Blue Jack National is about 45 minutes from there. One day, hopefully. One day? One day. You know who's a member there? Patrick Reed. Tiger is, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cornberry Tour heads over to Huntsville, Alabama. The Ledges, which I was looking at that place. Wow. Beautiful. 
the Huntsville Championship, uh, par 71, 7,100 yard course. This is something that, like you're saying earlier, where they could put some money back in yeah. the Corn Ferry Tour. It is impossible to find information on these courses. The PGA Tour site and the Corn Ferry, it's mm-hmm. the same surf, it's the same website. Yeah. But yeah. the information on the Corn Ferry side is terrible. It's lacking. Yeah. It's la- I had to go to the the ledges.com. Yeah, well I had to go to the on the Corn Ferry page, click on the tournament, click on the course, go to the course website, go to the golf course, go to the golf course information to yeah. get the yardages. So I don't even know if that's what they're playing, that that's just from the tips according to the scorecard. Yeah. Um, beautiful golf course. It's it's rated in the top in Alabama. They actually mm-hmm. have ledges in Alabama. It's pretty flat. No? It's the highest point in Huntsville. Oh, nice. So wow. that's why it's on the ledge. It's a, huh. a whopping 1,100 feet. That's where they make Hunt's ketchup too, right? <laughs> where's, where's the crickets? <laughs> wow. I don't know. Um, stat guy, you want to get on that and find out if yeah. that's where Hunt's ketchup comes from? We need a food stats stat guy. <laughs> Um, and then the LPGA, this is one of their big events of the year, the HSBC Women's World Championship, uh, Sentosa Golf Club in Singapore, the Tanjong, 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 <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore, uh, 6,700 yards, par 72, I, I looked on this overhead, it's right on the bay and the water, yeah. and all Singapore is, but it's looks really cool yeah i love watching those asian tournaments because you get the skylines oh, in the yeah. background that's yeah. just unreal. and this i mean 11 p.m yeah prime time women's golf which hey did you notice the last two weeks that they did the wednesday through saturday yeah they're trying it out i love it yeah i, think I love good. i said last week that i like it i yep. think it's great wednesday just brings a golf for me a day yeah. earlier yep and then when you have the guys on the main tour fighting for positioning on Saturday. Then you got the girls wrapping it up on Saturday afternoon. I mean, it was really well done. I hope they continue to do so. I think it makes sense for sure. Absolutely. Way more coverage because nothing's going on on Wednesdays. No, just my weekly regional call. (laughs) Wow. That's a bummer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that wraps it up for what's coming up this week. We're going to take a break and we will be right back. No one outfits golfers better than Las Vegas Golf Superstore. We've been fitting golfers since 1974. Utilizing cutting-edge fitting technology, we'll analyze your swing and our foresight launch monitors and fit you with the perfect club, pair of shoes, the latest golf apparel, golf balls, bags, and more. So come by today for your complete custom fitting. Las Vegas Golf Superstore, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. Welcome back. I mean, it, 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 sometimes the stuff that goes on during break is pretty funny. That probably just keep it recorded so we can throw it out there every now and then. Uh, you ready for some Instagram? Let's do yeah. it. Look at this Instagram. It's been an inside of him. Started out as a limping heart. Then my phone went and made it art. Look at this Instagram, our social media shout-out segment. We like to shout-out Instagram accounts that are golf-related. So let's spin the right now or later, later, sour 
It's not really a brand, Ale. No? No. Joe's drinking some special beer. It's hip-hop craft, so... They do a lot of like beers with like hip hop artists. Yeah, you know, I haven't had a drink since June of last year, and he likes to come over here. And <laughs> well, I wasn't me. planning on drinking one. I just we were waiting so long that I just was thirsty. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy was a little. <laughs> I was. Uh, Jeremy, that landed on you, sir. Who right. are you uh, taking this week? I am going to go with an up and coming corn fairy tour pro golfer, James Nicholas Golf. J-A-M-E-S-N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S, golf. Very cool guy. Um, he does respond hey. to comments, to messages. He lo- he posts, you know, things, you know, where he's at practicing. Um, he was out here at Paiute. He was the second alternate. Almost got in, but he got next in line and didn't make it. So then you get to see him leaving Vegas and going to the next place, <laughs> which is, it just shows kind of the life of, a touring pro trying the, to make it the grinders man but the guy's a total stud he's i'd love to see him you know start playing good and, and getting into a lot of tournaments nice james nicholas golf yep give it a follow here we go that is me that is me i am going with uh, a new well it's a new product to me uh sunday golf uh, they sent over uh, one of their little bags for us to review. Never thought I would be a fan of a little tiny bag like this. Just never really has been in my, you know, radar for something. But once I got it here and threw some clubs in it, took some photos with it, and I was just lugging it around. I mean, it is a great little bag. This is, it's perfect for the, you know, nine holes after work or a short course, par three course. You know, if you're uh, at Bandon and you just want to tag this along with you to go the walk preserve. the preserve, perfect for that. It's a great little bag. It's got five different pockets on it, a place for tees, Velcro strap for your bag. It's got a little handle that you can carry it on. It's really well made. It's got a kickstand for a little Sunday bag, which is, you know, kind of cool. It's it's unique. It's you know, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of Sunday bag options out there. Um, but, you know, if we ever get back out to Angel Park or even Willow, or maybe we have a five club challenge in the VGN one day, a little social outing, a little mixer. Yeah. And uh, so check them out. The bags go for 118 bucks. 115 15 Is that what I said? Yeah. Oh, sorry. $115. Save yourself $3. Yes. Just, just by listening right exactly. now. Exactly. Joe saved you $3. Uh, so check them out. Uh, they're on Instagram. It's SundayGolf underscore co. SundayGolf underscore co. Check them out. Joseph, who you got? Uh, this is going to, like, it's kind of like a two, two-parter. two um, So, uh, at Kyle C. Walton. Uh, he is also the creator of at Gimme Golf Club, G-I-M-M-E Golf Club. Uh, sent them some stickers recently, threw it up on their sticker wall. But uh, Kyle is a photographer, great photographer. Uh, a bunch of cool shots in his uh, on his profile. And then Gimme Golf Club is located in uh, St. Louis. They, it's kind of like almost like a five iron kind of situation where they have members and you can go practice on the sim bays and everything. And it, it looks really, really dope. Uh, it's got some old timey kind of feel to it, but they're doing some shirts and stuff. Uh, 
you know, just trying to trying to make the golf community uh, better out there for everyone. But Kyle takes great photos. Is that him? Yeah, takes great photos. And uh, Kyle C. Walton. If you got any stickers, they're uh, any golf stickers, they're accepting them. Yep, I'm gonna ship mine off this week. Yeah, got some uh, updated CDP stuff for him. Yeah, super cool spot. Right on. So that wraps up. Look at this Instagram for this segment. No, that's not right. So that wraps up the look at this Instagram segment. For this segment. For this segment. For this segment of look at this Instagram. I just redid it and (laughs) nailed it and then got to do that. You could have saved it though. No. That wraps up look at this Instagram for this segment of look at this Instagram. For this segment of look at this Instagram, we just wrapped it up. Boom. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) All right. Let's get into some Vegas talk. I don't care if the sun don't shine. I do my drinking in the evening time when I'm in Las Vegas. I kind of have some uh, updated news on roads. Oh, let's hear it. So we played with, uh, me and Dan played out there Sunday with a, a member. He was obviously a member. He had, his hat was a Rhodes hat. His bag was a Rhodes bag. Um, was it Reynolds? No, it was not Reynolds. <laughs> Uh, he says he plays out there once a week, but you know, I was talking to him. We were on the the old par five, number four, and I was like, "Man, this is such a better hole." And he's like, "Yeah, but thankfully they did it." And I'm like, "Why?" And he's like, "Well, if they didn't sell those houses, they would have had to shut down the golf course." Whoa, that's what he said. So he said that they made like twenty million dollars from selling the homes and are able to keep the golf course open for a few more years. That's what he said. I. You know, I did not fact check that, but if that is the case. Wow. Yeah. Glad kudos, they did it. Kudos to them for uh, taking the. Uh, oops. Oops. I mean, it's a trend, you know, uh, courses are turning into uh, housing. I'm botching this right now. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's surprising. Right. Because the course is in way better shape now. See, but it was and it was not in good shape when they started taking it down. Correct. So maybe that allowed them to get an influx of money to make the course better shape. But if they're going to run out of money in a couple years, I'm surprised. I that don't they... see that happening with the how golf has boomed over the past yeah. year. I don't see that it's going to happen. They raised their price on the whatever that $45 membership is where you get discounts and all that. Um, I did hear that in the pro shop, but that could be why it's in better shape. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Right. You know, that I still think it's a travesty, but I wish they could have found some other way, but Hey, I'd rather them do that. And we have a golf course we can play versus another Silverstone or, well, they could have, so they ran out of money, made some money, make the course better. More people are going to play and they're going to have a better reputation and people are going to go play it more and they're going to make, continue to make money. So it makes sense. Hopefully that that plan keeps it prolonged yeah i hope so too because if they know they're gonna run out of money and they dumped it into the course to make it green for two years i mean kudos for that but yeah i i mean that's the plan i mean i would think that's the plan why not invest it into something you're trying to well i'm, I'm just glad that Rhodes hasn't gone the uh wild horse route and gutted all the grass everywhere and made it a target desert course yeah. Because it just doesn't fit. In well, that. they did it in one spot. 
Yeah, on the new <laughs> yeah. on the on the new one. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still you still get the vibe of oh, it yeah. being green and lush yeah. everywhere else. So um so you played you you played a lot of golf. I did play a lot of golf this weekend. Um Friday I played with Sean out at Palm Valley, cashed in those free SNGA uh rounds I had that were gonna expire tomorrow or Wednesday. So uh, thankfully I looked at that and yeah and <laughs> there was a tea time up. available. So we we jumped on at six. We finished in two and a half hours, home in time for to get on the, some Zoom calls and emails, and had a good time. We blazed through it, uh, and then yeah, Sunday. I mean, we can go over Paiute, but uh, yeah, that's next. So. Sunday, I I played with Dan. It was so windy. It was even worse than Paiute, I think. I mean, any any spin on the back nine is like everything was into the wind. It was it was brutal. Uh, that's and, never any fun. Me and Dan just thought it was comical after me. I had a great, great, great front nine. Yeah, you lit up the front. Yeah, I mean, it was eight pars and a double bogey. But, yeah, I was I was feeling it. And then, geez, just the wind just killed. Jeremy, did you get out Sunday? I went and played uh, the Muni. Oh, you did? Yep, Las Vegas Golf Club. Oh, yeah, that's right. Kyle was saying that, you guys. Yeah, Kyle and Casey. <clears throat> it was a good time, but it was windy. Yeah. Just freaking windy. It was. It, was it? Do you think it was worse than Paiute? Probably not because not you're a little bad. more. You're yeah. a little more down there. Yeah, we went to dinner Saturday night at the M Resort, mm-hmm. and I park over on the side. You know where we got met that one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prim. We parked there and walk in because the restaurant's right there. Mm-hmm. And as we were getting closer to the building, I don't know if it was just a funnel of wind, but it almost knocked me on my ass. It was yeah. blowing so damn hard. Yeah, crazy wind. It's a rough, windy weekend. And then yeah. today it's twenty degrees cooler than it should mm-hmm. be. Yeah. Really weird yeah. weather. It's going to be at like 100 on Friday. Though. I know. <laughs> it's coming soon. Like, make up for lost time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, I, hey, this is a little this is a little shout out to one of our friends here in the Valley. He did this the other day, and I thought it was awesome. Hey, I'm Bob West, the golfing real estate agent here in Las Vegas. Over the course of a four-hour round, I can help you with some tips to lower your scores. I can also talk to you about your goals when it comes to buying or selling a home. Hey, it beats the heck out of a Zoom call. Click below, send me a message. Let's play around. Yeah, man, the stick. (laughs) The stick himself, the golfing real estate agent, Bob West. He is a stick and a half. I mean, fun fun guy. Uh, Love having him in the group. His brother joined the group. Um, So we got the the Wests in action. at uh, Paiute. Um, he's going to come on. We're going to talk one day. He was actually uh, talking about the $40 million thing. Yeah. And uh, he knows a lot of uh, tour guys. Mm, so yeah. uh, we're going to have him over and uh, chat some golf with him here in the future. And buy and sell some homes. Yeah. And if you're, you know, if you're listening to this show and you're not in Vegas and you're thinking about moving to Vegas, talking to you, Eric Greenlee, um, <laughs> get in touch with Bob. Yeah, yeah. Use CDP fifteen, and he'll give you fifteen percent off his <laughs> off his commission. Yeah. Uh, just kidding. Yeah, I, no, Bob. Bob's a good guy. I finally kind of talked to him the yeah. last couple time rounds, and very yeah. cool guy. Yeah, the Bob West. If uh, you want to hit him up for some uh, realtor needs, great guy. So we love having him in the group. So let's get into the uh, VGN Paiute Championship that took place on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We had 26 guys. Everybody showed up. It's awesome to see. Went off without a hitch. Course was set up for a major. 
just because yeah. the wind was <laughs> yeah the wind was windy you mm -hmm. see from all the videos that people were posting and sharing uh that course can eat your lunch oh yeah and like you said it too joe uh the wind was coming from a different direction than we're used to seeing out there right it was coming from the southeast yeah which normally it comes from the north yeah and uh so it it was it was a challenge. Oh yeah, some of those was. some of those tee shots was fun, and some of them weren't. Well, it wasn't less than twenty miles an hour the entire time. Oh no, and it got stronger in the afternoon. I think as we were the coming back in, nine was yeah, really tough. Seventeen and eighteen, it was humming, mm -hmm. humming, and me right now putting a little cut on the ball um, <laughs> that I don't want to put on the ball, and sometimes it gets accentuated a little bit aggressively. And yeah, I my tee shot on 17 was closer to area 51 than it was <laughs> to the 17th fairway. So yeah, I had that going for it was, me. It was on number two fairway on Sun. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> oh was, wow! Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wow. I said that, and Joe's like, that's probably on two. And I was like, yeah, there's a really good chance. Cause it was up in the air for a long time. <laughs> and yeah. so I, I get in the cart and I, I go over the hill and there it is sitting right in the middle of the fairway. I'm like, I don't see anybody on the tee box. I don't see anybody. Wow. Does. So I go over and look, sure enough, there's my ball. So I'm like trying to get my bearings I'm looking. I said, okay, I'm going to aim it right there over that white stake. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was, <laughs> I was OB. So wow. thankfully I had hit a provisional because I didn't know I was going to find it. I mean, it was blowing straight in the face on that one. It oh. was really, yeah, it was. really bad. Yeah. So the, the little bit of cut that I applied turned into a whole hell of a lot yeah. of cut and gone. Shoo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then on 18, man, I, I hit a decent tee shot. I was just trying to keep it safe and I was fading my irons all day long. And so I was just... I knew I didn't have enough to get to the green without yeah. going for it. So I was just laying up and just hit a beautiful little draw into the water. <laughs> it was like, where have you been all day long? Yeah. All day long, I've been hitting this fade. And then I just... Dude, 18. I, I, hit, I felt like I hit a really good tee shot on that. And I still had like 256 into the par oh. four. It was ridiculous. Yeah, because you weren't, you were like 10 yards in front of me. Yeah, yeah. And I was, yeah, there was no way in hell I was going for it. Yeah. That so I was like, that. oh, I'll just nestle a little six iron up here and bloop. Yeah, it was, it was rough. That wind, that wind can be brutal out there. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, but shout out to the winner, Daniel Hodges. Yeah, man. Shot a 72, which impressive. Hometown hero at but Bayou. Even more impressive is this guy right here shot a 71. Yeah. The um, only player under par. The only player under par. With new clubs. And I was four under par at one point. Dude. And it and then the back nine was just Yeah, ten got you, right? Ten did. I had a couple of really weird I feel like and I don't want to make excuses, oh, no, but no, no. a couple that That's were really out of my control. A couple putts that were in the hole and the wind blew it blew off. It. Yep. That that was unfortunate. But I, overall I was super pleased with how I played. Yeah, and I, I after 10, because I got up and down on 10, mm -hmm. and I looked at the the leaderboard, and I was T4. Yeah. I'm like, okay, no, playing some, I wasn't playing bad, didn't have, an, have any blow-up holes. I had one. Um, but uh, then that, that wind picked up, and I just, old swing crept in, and I was done. Those last probably four holes were insane. 
yeah. 16, 17, oh, 16, 17, 18, 18 were, were crazy. Yeah. That part three was pretty long too. Oh man, the win right yeah. before that. Um, yeah. So shout out to Daniel. He becomes our yep. first major champion. He's also the first person to hold both. Yep. Uh, uh, coins, both ball markers. He's got the putting champion because he won the king of the green, and he's got you know the reigning champion coin right now. Got Dan, all the hardware. Yep. Dan, yeah. I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, we had the Jeremy won the closest to the pin on number eight, uh, four feet, 11 inches. Congrats on that. That's a little <laughs> golf clap. Golf clap. Um, Daniel is kind of a repeat yeah. thing going on here. Uh, five feet, six inches on 16, which hell of a shot. There. Oh my God. That, yeah. I mean, he hits a nice shot that can hold up against the wind because mm-hmm. it's penetrating. So I could see that. Um, that was what was it playing 180 it was 182 but it was down mm-hmm. i should have hit an eight iron there but i just it was so hard for me to do that i couldn't pull that that's very i hit mine about 140 yards gosh did you lay up into the water oh yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> chunked my tee shot really bad i hit a punchy seven iron draw and it just the wind just took it and it just hit like the back edge of the green mm-hmm. and, and oh wow um, the skins winners was uh, Adam Simpson, Bob West, Daniel again, uh, Jeremy again, and Kyle. So uh, really impressed with Paiute mm-hmm. as always. You know, yeah. I, I put a post out today showing our golf rankings, just try to spur up some controversy. Um, Paiute's always up there, and just after being out there and talking with everybody, of course, even though it was windy, it was in great shape. Yeah, the greens I'm, were rolling good. I'm the, glad they were slow. They, I mean, see, I, I felt they like were, they were slow, not you? like they usually are, because I've played them before in the wind and it's terrifying. Yeah, I didn't feel scared at all on that. Yeah, I mean, I could see that in the wind, not as fast, but they were they, they were rolled my, really well. My lag putting yeah. was outstanding. Mm. My short putting wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he this this fucker over here chips in. On, <laughs> that's on, weird yeah that never right? happens right <laughs> beautiful just up and then it rolled forever and went in the cup which, I, I which hole was it first number hole, one number one. Oh, that's right yeah he was back left and i was the only one who hit the green yeah <laughs> and i've got this you know it's like a what a 40 foot putt or something like that kind of up the hill against the mm-hmm. wind and uh so i'm walking up and he's over at his ball and he hits it and while I'm walking up, it lands, and then as I'm walking around, it's still rolling, and I get to my point, it drops. <laughs> I was like, "Fucker, God, you know." And so then I I lag my putt up there and leave myself a little tap in, and I hit it just terribly, just terribly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ended up bogeying the hole, kicking myself for that. It was a fun day. It was. It was. Yeah. Uh, the. I updated all the information on the VGN page on the breakfast ball. So if any of you guys that are in the VGN are listening, you can head over to the breakfastball.com, click on the VGN link and the results and standings and all that stuff is up there for you guys to check out. Uh, next event is the uh, poor man's shadow open out at the Prim Valley resort lakes course. That's on May 23rd. It is a Sunday. It is a 8 a.m. Shotgun. It's our first shotgun. So that'll be nice to get everybody out and done at the same time. Nice little patio to what? I'm starting on one, right? I hope I am too. I don't know. I haven't played with Jeremy yet. Yeah. No? Okay. There we go. Number hole one. Start. You know my Venmo. Yeah. How much is it again? <laughs> oh, jeez. 
<laughs> How much? Uh, <laughs> no, I, th- I think everybody had a good time. Uh, a lot oh, yeah. of positive oh, yeah. feedback from everybody. The, yeah. You know, I, I uh, kind of botched the Royal Links with the threesomes that we put out. Uh, I reached out to the course on recommendations and they suggested putting it at the end. When I talked to Paiute, they said, no, you put threesomes at the beginning. Um, learning experience for me. So, you know, apologies to those people that were standing around a lot during the Royal event. Won't happen again. The groups that aren't forward will be going out first, but I, this is a shotgun, so it doesn't matter. I do think, I did mention it to you, I think the leaders and points for majors need to go out last. Just like the tour. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. We he, can do that. He's like, do them a favor because they're playing well. I'm like, no, they go last. I just thought, you know, you kind of earned your number. Yeah, you earned final group. That's why everybody wants to play in final group. And everyone sees you coming in. There's that little pressure. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Okay. I can I can do that. Next, At least the majors. Yeah. 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 The next major is Reflection Bay. So know this and schedule accordingly. Yeah. If you're one, two, three, and four in points, you will be the last group going out. There we go. So no excuses, no results. No, you know. Kyle, don't plan any meetings. (laughs) His wife did a solid. She knew his soon-to-be wife, fiance, did a solid and scheduled something. But she knew he had a golf tournament, so she put in the afternoon. So I said, "Yeah, you got to keep her." Well done, Um, Barstool Sports. I want to talk about this. They did a video where they were out at Rio Seco with, and it's Rio Seco. Seco, not Seco. (laughs) It's Rio Seco. Seco. Uh oh. Yeah. Um, Yo, sicko. <laughs> uh, Butch was hilarious. He's on one of the guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. I did not know that about yeah. him. Totally did not see that coming. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was it was good to see him just be, you know, a normal guy. Yeah. Because you see professional in the articles and Golf Digest and Tiger and Dustin and all these players that he's, you know, just an icon in the game. It was nice to see him be one of the guys out there and uh got some good video of rio it didn't look great on video yeah i'm surprised they let him do it well you know i think it comes down to timing for when they can have something like that out there because you know there's a bunch of them they've got camera crew and yeah it's not just four guys out there playing golf there's a lot of them to get all that done and got the drone and it you know all that stuff so i'm sure there was a time where they're like okay you can do this this time if yeah. you want to so yeah but i love seeing courses that i let's rio's my favorite course in town it is it's still i don't think anything's gonna more change more than that. Paiute. yeah oh yeah absolutely you know Paiute ranks higher yeah but i there's just something about rio it's special to me it's so you're saying that on our course rankings there's a reason for the rankings absolutely <laughs> <laughs> mind-boggling right even though rio seco is your favorite it's, course it's not just what everyone else thinks it's not <laughs> there's some merit behind it okay it's tangible i just want people to listen to it yeah you know? that's yeah. it's you know i put stuff out there like i did on instagram today and it's not clickbait. It is because I want everybody to listen to the show and, and hear what we yeah. have to say about it. But some people think that we're just doing it to throw yeah. shit out there. And there's a reason why Shadow Creek is number seven. There's a reason why Paiute is one, two, and three. There's a reason why Cascada is, you know, where it's at. It, yeah. You got to listen to find out why. 
Yeah. You know, let's say a little. Let's do a little scenario here. So, oh, okay. let's pretend the top ten courses were all the same price. Uh huh. Okay. How would we rank them at that point? Because a lot of those in the top ten, it's based on price. Yeah, it is based because that's is a bigger why, factor. Well, not, that's why Shadow Falls right. is because it's so damn expensive to play. And Cascada yeah. is not in top three. Yes, yeah. because it's very expensive to play, yeah. you know, and very expensive. We're talking, you know, two fifty plus caddy. So yeah, right. you know, it, it's not a sixty nine dollar round. Right. Um. Well, if they were all the same price, and what are, what are we capping at? Like a hundred bucks? Yeah. Say they're a hundred bucks. It's shadow. I mean, yeah, shadow and so high. Well, see, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. haven't I played haven't played them. those two, yeah. so it's hard. You know. Yeah. I would It'd be shadow so high, Cascada Rio for me. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I'd love to pay $100 to play like Royal Lynx or Desert Willow. That'd probably, <laughs> no. That would probably... That would bring them down. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an interesting thing like because based on some activity on Instagram, it's kind of like... It's kind of like the no-brainer. Yeah, this is ranked number one. Yeah. But there's more than just the course. It's the experience. It's the price. The price is huge. I mean... Oh, yeah. You know, like when you can go, you get on the course when you go to Bandon, you know how much you're spending, yeah. right? You you right. you know, for because you can book it all, and you know it's not like a shocker, like oh my god, it's this much money. You know, you know, and mm-hmm. that it's remote. You're going there to play golf. In Vegas, you don't necessarily just come here to play golf. Now, hey, some people do. Yeah, yeah. Some people come out here just to hang at the casino and go golf, and that's awesome. But not everybody does that. So we looked at a broad range of things to consider. And even because somebody said to me, if, Hey, if you didn't get the local rates at Paiute, would it still be ranked as high as it is? Yeah, because we're, we all get the local rates at all the courses in town. Right. Everybody so, that comes in, like, it's like I'm saying was telling me, he's like, you should base it on, you know, the out of towner rate, but it would be the same. It, it would, would be, be the, the same. It would be comparable to all the other ones yeah. because all the other ones would be higher too. Exactly. But so, the, and here's the thing. It's like, if your buddy from freaking Huntsville, Alabama is coming to town <laughs> and he asks you, you know, what course should I play? What's the best course? You're going to go Shadow Creek. Okay. And then he comes out here and he's like, okay, well, uh, Dude, it's a thousand dollars. How do I play it? Oh, I booked at uh, Caesars. Oh, no. Sorry. You should have changed it to MGM Grand. Yeah. Oh, know? and then it's a thousand bucks. Yeah. yeah. So it's, and it's there's a really good things. chance that they tell you you can't come out after you book it. Right, and that's <laughs> that's the thing. It's like this is somewhere you can play that's reasonably cost, and you can get out. And you're gonna have a hell of a time. Hell of a time mm-hmm. in the wind. It's. I was looking at, <laughs> I was looking at the reviews of Paiute on 18 Birdies. Shout out to them too because the app is awesome for tournaments. Absolutely love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all the negative reviews were it was so windy. <laughs> yeah. It was so windy, and it's like, really, that's. Yeah, go to go to Ireland or wherever <laughs> where it was where the game was created and St. in Andrews. Europe and yeah, great course, so windy. Yeah, three stars. <laughs> Fair weather golfers. Oh God, I mean, yeah, whatever. Okay, um, do you want to get us some locks? Uh, sure, we can do that. All right. Like I said, uh, Valspar favorite. Is JT. I'm pretty sure I'm going to double check right here while I pull it up. Yeah, it was JT and then Dustin and Johnson. And then Dustin Johnson. I Good field for this event. Like we said mm-hmm. earlier, we uh, I read today as I was doing the research for it, It was, it's a tour favorite. The, the guys love playing this golf course. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, JT at the top at 8-1, to one, DJ 9-1, to one, Paul Casey 20-1. to one. 
or three I mean, time to, or two time. Yeah, could he go back to back to back? I that's tough. Uh, Patrick Reed twenty to one. Corey Connors twenty to one. Victor twenty two to one. Answer. Where did, where did Victor go to school at? Uh, Oklahoma State. Job. <laughs> uh, Abraham answer twenty five to one. Scotty Scheffler twenty eight to one. Sunjay thirty to one. Bubba Watson forty to one. Charlie Hoffman fifty to one. Kevin Knopf fifty five to one. Max Homa sixty five to one. Sam Burns seventy five to one. Charles Howell the third eighty five to one. Um, Phil Mickelson one hundred twenty five to one. Right, uh, Rymo is one hundred fifty to one. How about Phil Mickelson and Peter Uline are the same odds? Yeah, that's interesting. Is that crazy? Richie Waranski, 175 to 1, and we'll say, uh, where was that? Oh, whatever. Will Gordon, 250 to 1. That's who it was. Was it? Will Gordon, and uh, who I said was not going to be a good alternate with, shot. Who did he play with I again? I don't remember. I can't remember. I yet. could be 100% wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that's who it was. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Let's spin the wheel to see who picks first this week. That's not spinning the wheel. Why did that not spin the wheel? <laughs> did I miss the wheel again? Gosh darn it. I think everybody's on to us now. Yeah. There's not really a, there's not really a wheel. It lasted a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Joe. Oh, I'm first? Yes. Man. Well, you are the points leader. Oh, by your logic, you should go last. Though. Right, exactly. Because this is the tour. <laughs> uh, I still haven't really decided. There's a few. Um, let's say with the ball teed up and three minutes approaching. approaching. <laughs> we will go. Russell Henley at 35 to 1. Henley, 35 to 1. Fuck it. Jeremy, who you got? Kevin Nah. Nah. Nah, 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 nah. 55 to 1. 50, you are going deep. Yes. Yeah, I'm going Rosie. I yeah. I like what I've seen with him lately. The the changes him and Como are working on are coming around. Justin Rose, my lock. What's his odds? Uh I don't even see him on here. Oh shit. Oh, Did 45 I, to okay. 1. Okay. <laughs> it's like, oh crap, I picked somebody that's not in the field. Yeah, I was between Sunjay, Russell Henley, and Chris Kirk. Kind of like what I've seen out of Rose lately. Mm-hmm. Playing some good golf. Patrick Reed's a good pick at 20 to 1. Yeah. Yeah, 20, yeah. I mean 20 to 1. Okay. $1 wins you $20. It's the uh, <laughs> growing, growing in popularity segment. He's back. two good balls today. I stepped on a rake. <laughs> Jack Handy. Uh, deep thoughts. Jeremy was excited for this. He, you know, I think one o'clock this morning to text me, I got something for deep thoughts. I got something for deep thoughts. <laughs> what do you got? Did you guys order your LPGA hoodies? No, I almost did. I was going to. Yeah. Yes, I did. Did you? I didn't. Oh, you did. I did. I almost did pretty cool i love it it's cool to see like basketball players and everyone wearing them yeah yes all the other people yeah and uh it's just not hoodie season anymore it's not well today it is yeah. it would have been nice if it would have showed up today but yeah. <laughs> uh 
Uh, I know that was one of the reasons I was like, that's the reason I didn't do it, but I, it's just too cool. And I, I love supporting the women's game. So yeah, yeah, I did. So what I wanted to talk about was, and we've, we've kind of touched on this before about how our games relate closer to LPGA Mm -hmm. distances, you know, yardage we're playing in the course, how maybe we should play more. And and the way I've been watching the last couple of weeks. Park? Yes. We got NB <laughs> over here. So the last couple of weeks I've been watching LPGA a lot more. I watched every round um, of Hawaii and then every round in LA, which the course is awesome. It was pretty rough, but. Yeah, that's Joe and I yeah, talked about. Man, it was still one of them that I want to play. Really cool layout. So, and it got me thinking. I love watching PGA Tour, but those guys are just. It's a completely different game. So different. Um, so watching the LPGA, it kind of made me think, maybe I need to change my approach a little bit and play more within my, not my skills, but more play it so it's an easier, I have an easier time versus firing in every pin, hitting driver on every par four and par five. So I played so much more conservative at yeah. Paiute. I hit probably four drivers the whole time. I had a ton of three irons. I didn't go for par fives and two unless I was hitting like a mid iron, which there was only maybe one that was like that on the front. And I mean, I shot one under par. I was putting really well, but knowing that course now, I knew where to hit it on the greens and that made a huge difference. I probably hit 14 greens and the four that I didn't, I think I bogeyed. Wow. How much of the way you approached it was wind related uh, a lot a lot yeah so i was having a difficulty with those under 100 wedge shots in the wind because oh, i would man. either to, so yeah downwind hard. i would either hit it you know to the right distance and they would spin because the wind was pushing it and more spin it was coming back so that was a tough one so i started to lay back a little bit more hitting more eight irons nine irons and it was just so much better yeah i found myself hitting a lot of shots where I was compensating too much for the wind and uh, like that video or the picture that I posted of that you snapped of me on three that 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 shot it's a great picture the video is not so great (laughs) because I uh, the ball flew the green and was in the back bunker Um, and then it wasn't good from there but I was that wind was coming hard right to left and I was playing it for the wind to bring it back in mm-hmm. and it just didn't it it didn't it wasn't a high enough far enough shot for the wind to get up into effect and that's just my inexperience from playing in that hard of a wind and we yeah. i play a lot of wind in vegas i mean it's windy here mm-hmm. that's what yeah. a lot of people that end up like you moving here you probably had no idea yeah. the wind blows here all the time so I, I i don't have any fear of playing in wind but out in Paiute, there's no protection there's no yeah mountains there's no trees there's no buildings it's just there's no canyons it's you're exposed yeah and uh it's a different wind out there yeah i like playing in the wind i felt like i played pretty good um because i feel like i can shape my shots better nowadays but like you said that like 70 yard like pitch shot into the green it was just so freaking hard it was so hard when i was playing the i played that tp5 the new tp5 uh all the way till 16 when i decided, eh, I don't want to play this ball anymore. I'll just throw it in the water. Um, it doesn't check up on the greens as much as 
the Wilson or the Chromax. Yeah, but you're you're not going to get that much check out there, especially but, with the wind and how firm they were. I know that, but there was still, there's still some. You should have some. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't expecting the ball to check up and back up or anything like Mm -hmm. that. But after playing the, the Chrome X for, you know, a couple weeks and seeing how it reacted to the grains um, that we played when they were a little bit softer, but we did. No, no, no. I didn't play the, when we played with Harriet, wasn't playing the Chrome X. I mean, I played TP5 this weekend. I wasn't getting a lot of spin. Yeah. I just, it, I, but I think that's just, that's just Paiute. Yesterday or Saturday, how was your ball reactions on the green? And what did you play? I played the Pro V one, the new one. Um, not a ton of spin, but my problem was, you know, one hole we'd be downwind, and I'm having this small wedge shot in. The next hole we're into the wind, so then I, you know, think, hey, it's going to bounce up and roll up, but it doesn't. It mm-hmm. just bounces and then just stops there. So yeah, I, yeah, I never get a ton of spin at Paiute. The greens are right. not that soft, right? But they're Receptive, receptive, but yeah. not soft. You got to play yeah. short there. Yeah, shorter of the flags. Yeah, always. Yeah, unless it just rained or something. So let's. You got some new sticks, CBs. I meant to talk about that up top, yeah. but yeah, I put the CBs in the bag, the Titleist six twenty CBs, which are surprisingly different than the MBs because they're supposedly what everything I read before, and I hated the CBs by the way, just didn't like the looks, but supposedly they were a lot closer than they have been in previous years, mm. but I don't think they are. There's a lot more meat on the bone. Is there? Yeah. Could you tell a big difference? And how yeah. much did that come into your performance? Um, I don't know that it really was the key to the, to the day. I think that was mostly, you know, me playing smartly and putting well, but definitely more forgiving, especially in the long irons. I hit a couple four irons out of the fairway and, and five irons that were just awesome. Yeah. Super solid. Um, shafts are different. They're they're the Project X LZ 6.0s, and my MBs, I have the 6.5s in it. So they felt a little bit more whippy, mm-hmm. but not in a bad way, more controllable. Hmm. So I love them. I'm looking, yeah. up your, I'm looking up your stats from the – oh, you didn't keep your stats, did no. you? Jerk. I know. I had ten putts on the front nine, though. That's yeah, that's impressive. yeah, that's very impressive. Yeah. All those green, those holes. greens out there, you have to be so precise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really there's do. no. And when the wind's blowing, I mean, uh, Beds was having a brutal time getting the green, reading the greens with the wind. It was just yeah. I I felt like I couldn't read them at all. Like and that's what I was so happy with my lag putting because I had some I had some long putts that I nestled right up. You know, mm-hmm. to you know, give me Sunday afternoon with the boys territory, and uh, was uh, <laughs> yeah. standing over him because you just don't. And then you get a gust of wind, and and mm-hmm. I mean that happened to me um, at Rhodes where I went to put a ball and, and I take the club back, and the wind blew it into it, and the ball, you know, oh yeah. yeah. So that's in your head, and mm. yeah, I mean, but I but- did, I did make a change to the PXG putter. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I put the Garson uh, tour quad grip on it. That it's a great grip. I forgot mm-hmm. I had it. Um, I was I'm was tinkering around with the weight, trying to get it dialed in a little bit better. I had put one of the Lampkin cords on it, and uh, I liked it. It was a little heavy. It was like E one, E one and a half. Um, so I put the original 
sync fit grip that came on it from PXG. And that brought it down to like a D7, which really changed that. That's I had at uh, five iron. I brought that to five iron. Mm-hmm. And then just messing around in the backyard just didn't feel right. It was off. Um, so I went digging through my putter grip drawer and like, oh my God, I totally forgot I had that. Put it on, brought it to, it was, I think it was E2, which was really heavy. Um, but then I took one of the 10 gram weights out mm-hmm. in one of the fangs. Brought it to E zero on the nose, and oh my goodness, it felt fantastic. Felt fantastic. So, have you tried that grip yet? Uh, just on the putting green at Paiute. It's yeah. I like the shape. I like those grips. Yeah, a lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to Mr. Garson and see if uh, I can get a supply of those because yeah. they are really good. Really good. Is it like the you know the grip that Justin Rose was using that cat flat cat? Flat cat no, no. Is it no, the no, same? No. no. I, I see you eyeballing the feedback putter grip. Yeah, I was wondering what like a uh, your bar for your lion <laughs> loft and lion machine was doing out here on your shelf. <laughs> uh, it's a trip. They sent me an email. I need to try that. Yeah, yeah. I'll share that with you off air. Nice. No, you. What don't. about your? What, so what about what did you change in your bag? Oh, I put the uh, the new Wilson CBs. Yeah, they came in, um, and I put the Hanmas in the bag for our round at LV National. Uh, was happy with those. They feel really well. Still think the Project X 6.0, the rifle shafts were a little bit too boardy for me, um, even though we added some weight to change the profile on them a little bit. Still don't think it's right for me. Um, so the the Wilsons came with the um, True Temper S300s. Um, it's a low-flight shaft that I don't know if it's ideal for me, but it's what it came with. I'm going to plan for a little while. I f- definitely foresee the recoils going back into those. Um, the dispersion is just too yeah, too, too good. good with the recoils. Do you like the weight of those S300s? I didn't know they were 130s. Mm-hmm. And going from 110s to, well, the, the 6.0s are 130s also. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm probably hurting myself playing those. Uh didn't I, I probably wouldn't have got those if I would have smartly done the research on them to, <laughs> to see. Uh, so that's why I think the recoils are probably going to go in more than anything. But I'm, I'm happy with the way that the um, swing weights are right at D4, which is ideal for me. And um, I hit them really well when I hit them well. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, the my the couple range sessions that I've had in the warm up at Paiute, I was really happy, and the first you know five six holes I was playing really well, and and I'm just I'm really trying this slow down tempo and working on my ball striking. Steven said to me a long time, you have to swing slow to learn how to swing fast, and it never really resonated until I started really slowing my tempo down. Because mm-hmm. when I I do we do a lot of slow motion drills and. And it's to get the feels for it. But then I go right out there and fire 100 miles an hour, you know, just boom, boom, boom. And NB would be disappointed. Yes, <laughs> yes. I have channeled my inner NB, joke and a test. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really trying to s- slow it down and, and hit the positions. You know, I'm not going to be hitting it as far as I used to. I know that. But I think a more consistent ball striking and leaving myself in better positions is going to gonna show and then I can build back up, you know, it's just making all the, I've, I've gone through so many swing changes over the last year trying, well, not swing changes. I've been working on this swing change for so long that it's, 
gotten to a point where I'm exhausted with it and I just want to play good golf and um, time to dial it back a little bit and just get into a consistent rhythm, a consistent swing, and then I can work on revamping that back up once I get it dialed in. But there's, there's no reasons why I can't hit 10 to 12 fairways and 10 to 12 greens. They're just not. And I'm doing stupid things out on the golf course that's hindering that. So, yeah, we all do stupid things. Oh my goodness. We do. What about you, Joe? Let's see. Let's hear your driving iron thoughts so far. I love it. Yeah. I I really like the, the Shrixon, uh, utility. It's, it's been great so far. Uh, I can shape it. I can hit it low. I can hit it high. Um, yeah, I'm digging it. Do you feel like you're hitting it? Are you hitting it out of the fairway more than like the tee? Uh, yes. I mean, especially a Paiute. I was, mm-hmm. I was, if I was in the fairway, I had a little punchy uh, shot that I was on. Uh, I was on one of the Pete Dye like um, railroad tie yeah. bunkers. Yeah, and yeah, I choked way up on it, and I just kind of that was such a cool shot. Half swinging it and went two hundred twenty yards running up there. I had like forty yards in. Uh, yeah, it's 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 nice. I'm liking it a lot. It feels really good too. You hit it really well too. Yeah, yeah. I'm digging. It's it. one thing that I've noticed with dialing back my swing speed is i'm hitting it just as far as i was yeah yeah if not even yeah. a little further yeah because the ball striking is so much better yeah it's got some some little tweaks little tweaks i got working little on. tweaks so uh you guys got any golf plans this weekend no i gotta figure that out yeah where's is TBA. the saturday group at tpc it's uh, an afternoon shotgun right or i that, think so but i think it's done it's so, like full it's yeah, yeah it's full so we gotta figure it out we need to book something. Yeah, we. I was gonna text you guys yesterday and say we need to do it ASAP, but we can figure something out. I'll do a little five club challenge. No, no. <laughs> he said no really fast. No, <laughs> I want to take the Sunday back out. No, you can go do that. Wow. I'll, I'll play a full course. <laughs> wow, I haven't played Durango Hills. You haven't played Durango Hills either, yet, right? Damn. So where do you want to play, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to do my one round for the week at Hills. You're one, you played four times last weekend. Shut I up. played three times. Oh, I'm sorry. Three times. Yeah, but this, this is a whole new week. <laughs> you got to go one, at least once a week, and it's got to be, you know. All right. The Rango's going to happen, like, if I'm out there getting the tire fixed, yes. and I'm like, I need something to do. I need I'm something gonna go to do Durango. for a while. Yeah, like right after work when I get off. Yeah. Yeah. You do that. On that side of town. So you might have to venture out that way and then. Yeah. Do it then, because I'm not planning that. That was a joke. Okay, good. <laughs> I want to play Reflection again soon. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while. Yeah. Got a major coming up. I'm I'm hoping after everybody saw the dramatic shift in the points, it was it was dramatic. Yeah, that they really see. Holy crap! I can make up some ground in these majors, and the 32 spots. <laughs> fill up like yeah that. yeah i'm glad i finally played decently mm-hmm. and good thing i was in a major i played place de- i played decency for 10 holes and that's an improvement place <laughs> place decently yes yeah so just i mean you had a tiebreaker you lost to dane in a tiebreaker otherwise you would have yeah. had third fucking dane he had some sauce on that approach on 18 that was dude, that's dude, how dane every is, shot is dude dane is so powerful man yeah so powerful all right everybody that wraps up this episode of the weekly walk the chasing day that podcast thank you so much for tuning in like i said earlier at the beginning of the show if you haven't done so and you like what we do here head on over to itunes and leave us a review 
if you're on Spotify, uh, there's not a way to do that. So don't do it there. Do it on iTunes. Help us grow the show and, uh, you know, bring you more great content like this. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week with another episode. And until then, make sure you get out and chase some daylight. Later. Later.